Hello guys, it's Jada and welcome or welcome back to my podcast. This is Haiki Adulting, aka the not so serious guide as to how to live your best life as a teen, late teen, or fresh adult. I literally just forgot my intro there, but um, yeah, welcome back. It's another Tuesday. Uh, today is actually Tuesday. I'm editing this podcast a little bit late just because I got caught up in so much stuff yesterday. So it is currently 9.37 a.m. on the East Coast, so you guys are hearing me real time. It's today, so I hope you guys are having a grand old Tuesday. Um, yeah, let's get into some stuff before the actual episode. Today, we've got the wonderful Jessica Sakura. She is the owner of a music nonprofit called Super Bands, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode. She gives a lot of words of wisdom as well as just kind of her insight as to how she started her business and why she did that as well. So yes, but before we get into that, I will get into my highs and lows of the week because boy, do we've got some. I'm going to just sip on my coffee and my little biscotti here because we, yeah, we're going to get into some stuff. All right, let's start with the low as we always like to get the bad out of the way. Guys, it's the same thing. I feel like it's been the same thing for the past couple of weeks. It's always that underlying just sense of not knowing what I'm doing with my life because of COVID and because of just feeling trapped and not being able to be independent on my own. And I literally had a whole breakdown yesterday, not to be like, "Mm, I had a breakdown, but like, I'm not even kidding. I hate admitting weakness, especially on a podcast or like on social media. Like I never really want to talk about it. Like I will say I'm having a bad day, but I'll never go deep into why that is and all that kind of stuff but it has really been so hard and I went on a live stream yesterday and it seems like all of you guys are also going through the same thing and just feeling really down and just feeling like you're happy for one hour and then the next hour you could be completely down and I'm here to tell you that I completely get that it's so hard right now <laughs> like no matter how easy it gets and no matter how productive I feel one day it will always like for some reason go to shit the next day and I don't know what it is like I don't know because guess what we've got to make the best out of it and I say that like in every single podcast episode but right now it's like I think we're cutting like end of time almost because it's like I don't even know what I'm saying but it is literally the beginning of August like I feel like time is just slipping away 2020 has slipped out of our fingers quite literally but it also feels like we've been trapped for so long so I don't really know. I'm in such a weird mindset right now. Like this morning, not just this morning, every single morning has just been a struggle to get up out of bed. I promise you guys that if you guys are watching YouTubers and watching Instagrammers and following all these people, they aren't having it easy either. They're just showing the best parts of their life and making it seem like it's good because I promise you it's not. And I've spoken to so many of my friends as well and they feel the exact same way. So stop comparing yourself to people that look like they have their lives together because they don't. And (laughs) hopefully that makes you feel better, not because of tearing other people down, but just because to show you that it's a real human thing. Like we are all going through this weird time and it's just so freaking weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, that has been my low for sure. Um, not even a specific low I guess you like I didn't even say something that was outright wrong but you guys can kind of feel what's outright wrong you know what I'm saying let's move on to the high because I'm I'm tired of this I'm gonna take a bite of my biscotti right right now sips coffee ASMR Alrighty, we're gonna get into the high. (laughs) So the high for this week that I'm really excited to actually announce um, amidst all of the downsides of how the week has been is my online course. So I actually just released a course yesterday on if you're interested on starting a YouTube channel. If you guys want to check that out, 
be sure to follow me on Instagram and contact me because guess what? If you might not think that it's not right for you, I'll let you know whether or not if it's right for you because for some people, some people just might not be ready, but I'm letting you guys know that I'm offering it at so cheap. This is the first week that I've launched it. It's at its cheapest that it's ever going to be. So it's 30% off. So definitely like hit me up, just see if it's right for you and I can save you a spot. So if you guys want more details, it's all on my Instagram. But since it's week one, basically I will be live teaching everybody on August 8th and August 9th. Be prepared. It's going to be such a great time and even if you're not really sure like I'm telling you guys imagine you just buying an overpriced t-shirt and like instead not buying the t-shirt and like buying this course and just having a lifetime worth of knowledge on how to start a YouTube channel like I will be diving into so many things that you could literally be paying a personal social media manager to like you know, do for you completely. And that's basically what I'm doing for you. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram today. I will have my DMs open all day today and we'll be talking to people all day. Um, just getting people signed up and getting people excited because look, it's going to be great. So if you guys want to join, maybe you're not sure if you want to start a YouTube channel, but I feel like it's something that we can just all kind of bond on. It's just, again, been such a hard time. And I feel like I just want to inspire, get people motivated to feel some kind of sense of purpose, whether if that is starting a YouTube channel, just getting your social media together, like feeling like you're put together you know what I'm saying learning something new I feel like will just be so fun and so refreshing so again if you guys are interested hit me up on Instagram and I will be sure to chat with you but that was definitely my high of the week just being able to release that because I've had it on the back burner for the past two months like I, I guess I won't say the back burner but like I've been working on it for two months but then at first I wanted to do it in an ebook format and then I wanted to release it in like a course format with video but I'm like Jada, you can do it better just by speaking and doing it the way that you do it. I know that when I talk, I have such a different power. I wouldn't want it to be like cookie cutter like video because then you guys can just watch my YouTube videos. Like I wanted to be able to sit with you guys in real time and be able to answer all of your questions about being a YouTuber as well as just every single thing from finding your why and niche to going ahead to set up your YouTube channel, what profile picture looks best, what channel name works for you best. Like I am diving into all of the nitty gritty things that people just don't talk about. So gonna be really great so with that being said yes highlight was the course for sure and yeah I'm excited be sure to join and yeah so we're gonna go ahead and get into the quote of the week that kind of deals with uh, the quarantine situation but I just found this on Goodreads slash quotes um, it says no one gets fridge magnets for the travel this summer because this season we have gone too far. And for all the trips you make inwards, there are no souvenirs and no postcards. Yeah, I found that so powerful and I did say that really fast. So I'm going to read it one more time just so that it can ingest a little bit. No one gets fridge magnets for the travel this summer because this season we have gone too far. And for all the trips you make inwards, there are no souvenirs and no podcasts podcast postcards <laughs> let's unpack that a little bit I as soon as I read that I took so much from it like I don't know if you guys like took much from it but I definitely did so it's basically talking about the physical aspects of like getting a fridge magnet getting a souvenir and like all this stuff for travel this summer but no one's getting that this season because we have gone too far and I really do think that that just means like as society we've just gotten so blindsided by everything that we didn't get a chance to slow down so essentially we have taken it way too far. So now no one's being able to get those fridge magnets and no one's being able to get, you know, the experiences that they wanted. But on the flip side, all of the trips that you've been making inwards, meaning like all of the personal development, all of the self time that you've been spending with yourself and just like getting to know yourself better and the people that you've been quarantining with and just like taking the trip inwards, there are no like outward souvenirs and no postcards. So even though we don't have all of those 
um, external and materialistic things that we're getting from our summer break and like this and that, like we truly have developed, I feel like as a society, like whether that's good or bad, like there's so many things going on right now. It's so hard to justify what things are good, what things are bad. So yeah, but for sure, what I do know is that all of the things that we've been doing inwards and focusing on inwards, there are no souvenirs and no postcards. So there's nothing really to flex about that. It's just a lot of just self growth. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, love that. That spoke to me so much because I feel like I've just been journaling so much, just like spending so much time alone, listening to music, like really feeling what's going on. And I feel like we've all been very I don't want to say feely like I sound like I have no vocabulary whatsoever I hope that that quote really spoke to you guys as much as it spoke to me and yeah now we're gonna get into the reviewer of the week so again be sure to leave a review on this podcast if you enjoy it um it really does help and we're running low on reviews so please go ahead and review the podcast on apple Podcasts so that I can read your review next week but this one is from Safira 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 I think it's Safira but I don't want to pronounce it wrong she says love it This is my favorite podcast by far. I absolutely love the design of the podcast and the questions she asks. Every episode is different because she talks about a different part of her life and they give advice. She doesn't make the podcast about herself, but more about her interviewee. I found her by listening to Laura Medley's podcast and I like how I can find new people to follow on YouTube. I get super excited for her podcast every week and I love doing chores or just sitting and relaxing while listening. Thanks a lot. I'm excited for future episodes. Episodes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was so sweet. Like that, that was so nice. Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm so glad to be your favorite podcast of the moment I'm so glad to be just I don't know inspiring and sometimes I feel like solo podcasts are so hard to do so that's why I bring other people on like just to be real I could definitely do solo episodes in the future just talking about random things you guys want me to talk about but for the moment I just love bringing other people on and making them feel special you know what I'm saying so that's all about what I do on here I also I just don't like to speak for a very long time like right now I've been recording this intro segment for 11 minutes and I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to talk for 30 more minutes on my own? Like, it's just not going to happen. So yeah, that's why I bring other people on, but I will definitely do a solo episode if you guys want me to, but we've got some really amazing guests coming up in the next weeks as well that you guys will enjoy some bigger YouTubers that you guys may know. So excited to have them on and it'll be a great old grand time and Yeah. Thank you so much again for that review. That was so sweet. So yes, if you guys want to leave a review, I sound like a broken record, but you know, leave a review, all that kind of stuff. That was about it. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this actual Tuesday morning. This episode is going up late today, but it's whatever. I'm giving myself a break. Thank you guys so much for listening and let's get right into this episode. Hello, Jessica. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So tell me a little bit about yourself and the work that you do. Yeah, for sure. So um, I guess I am a multifaceted person. So I do work full time in pharmaceuticals and IT project management. However, my passion does lie in my um, passion project, which is my nonprofit Superbands. So I founded Superbands in 2014. So quite some time ago, um, I basically wanted to find a mental health community for music fans. Um, That's something that I never had growing up and I personally struggled with depression um, due to bullying as a teenager um, and music was my only escape. For me, um, I felt like I really needed a community and I really needed that support system, Uh, but that was something that I just could never find online no matter how many places I tried in the crevices Mm -hmm. of the internet. 
Um, but this was just something that I knew was needed. Fast forward to post-college, I moved back home and I realized that the importance of music never actually faded. It has continued to be this important component in a lot of teens' lives. So I wanted to be able to now create that community that I never had. So basically what Superbands is, is a nonprofit that's dedicated to building that community of hope for uh, young music fans who struggle with anything from bullying to depression to any mm. other mental health condition. And we want to basically raise awareness for, for this crisis, provide resources for teens that need it, um, and basically bring music fans closer to their favorite artists and bands so they have those moments of hope. Even when life sucks and when things yes. get hard, we can listen to our favorite songs together. We can, you know, really just unite um, and give them that glimmer of hope. I love that so much. You just like knew how to pack the punt. That's amazing. <laughs> I love music so much and I really do think that so many others can relate. So I definitely see where you're coming from. I've never even thought to start a music, like a music-based nonprofit. Like that's so interesting to me, but I love that you took the leap of faith to just go ahead and do that and that you really did focus all of your energy into your passion because I mean yes it is fun to like have a job that like pays money and like whatever but it's like there's nothing like doing something that you're actually passionate about so why did you start this nonprofit for a teen-based community um so yeah I feel like that's always so funny for me to think about because when I started it I was out of college I was already so far out of the loop of like what's cool in the teen community um, and I laugh because when I first started Superbands and I had the idea I was on Tumblr at like 12 <laughs> in the morning and like 1 a.m like reaching out to like teen fan accounts I'm like hey what do you think of this idea so it sounds really creepy in retrospect <laughs> um, but I think in reality it was this is such a vulnerable age for for, sure. for for really just anywhere between the ages of 13 to 25. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's hard growing up in this day and age, especially with everything going on. The stresses are unreal. There's more pressure. Um, and the stigma of mental health really hasn't gone away. It's still something that people don't want to talk about. It's something that people are ashamed of still. Maybe they're not seeking help that they really deserve. Um, so I feel like that, Essentially for me, I always think of it as trying to be the hero that I never had. So I want to be able to be there for this very vulnerable age and these people that need it because that's something that I honestly never had. Yeah, you're so right. During this time, there's just so much technology going on and like you would think wow like that helps like that's awesome like we get to listen to music and this and that but just kind of in an age of social media it's been honestly kind of counterproductive like it's been very just toxic and it's a really toxic environment so the impact of why super bands is very important is also because it's just it's here during a time of social media and this is a time that we've never really seen before like with the pandemic at the same time so there are just so many different things so many different places where stressors are coming from and why do you feel that super bands is kind of more important now during a time of social media than it was during when you were a kid or when you were a teen I guess for me I feel like it's just you have these methods of comparison for you every single day um so for me if the bullying stopped after I went home from school um, but now with the age of social media and with cell phones and all of that, mm -hmm. the bullying can go on into the late hours of the night. You can get 
bullied on social media, that cyberbullying is a real thing. You can get bullied through just text messages on your phone from somebody who got your number who really isn't a true friend. Um, there's a lot of, and, and even like scrolling through social media late at night, you're seeing people's mm -hmm. highlight reel and you're comparing yourself. You know, you wish you had that life. You wish that you had a $100,000 modeling mm -hmm. contract right after right. high school. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just not something that's like, that's the norm for people. And mm -hmm. you only see the best parts of people's lives. Um, so I think that it, it makes you... It makes you feel a little bit more crummy about yourself, I guess. It makes it puts you down in 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 the whole idea of things with social media, just in general. Mm -hmm. Um, being able to have that sense of comparison every single day. Yeah, uh, comparison is such a big thing in this day and age, and especially when you're just getting so much information and so much. I don't know, just stuff added into your brain on a daily basis, whether if it's like conscious or subconscious, you're just very like you're consuming so much news, so much energy, so much drama, so much just everything right. through social media. And I wanted to ask you, what do you do you think that there's a healthy way to use social media? And if so, what do you think that is? Yeah, for sure. So social media is great. I'm I'm on social media. I love it to connect with people that I care about. I love it to see what my favorite celebrities are doing, mm -hmm. what they're eating for lunch. Yeah, I care about that. Um, but I think that there are ways that you should um, limit the social media time or at least just be more mindful about the way yeah. that you're using social media. Um, it should be a tool. Um, it shouldn't be something that feels burdensome or makes you feel bad about yourself at the end of the day. Um, so I think that there are ways. So setting thing, doing things like setting boundaries, like not scrolling right before bed or not doing it first thing in the morning. So you're mm -hmm. kind of going to bed with this positive mindset and waking up, you know, not comparing yourself to others, waking up and being and being grateful um, for what you have and being in the in the present. Um, mm -hmm. I think is important. Um, you know, people who kind of drain you or people who make you not feel great about yourself unfollow them i know it's right. hard i know it's so difficult to not see that like model's body every single morning when you wake up um but if it makes you feel bad really just take that mm -hmm. leap and and just um unfollow it's very very painless right and then, you know maybe <laughs> later down the line you might want to follow them again and see how it is so mm -hmm. i guess like also just be mindful of how you're feeling and you know if and just be mindful about like how your emotions are kind of playing into things. Um, mm -hmm. And maybe even like turning off your notifications. You don't that. have to know every single time somebody likes a picture. It's not a big deal. You can check mm -hmm. it later. Um, and then focus on things, especially with the pandemic, focus on things that are trusted sources of information. There's mm -hmm. a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of fad diets out there. Um, you know, things that people are, are advertising might not, might not always be what they seem. So I guess like just try to, um, weed out the bad. I think in general, just weed out the bad, weed out the, the negative, um, and focus on the positive parts of social media. And you really fall into that community that uplifts you and makes you feel mm -hmm. good. Yeah, I've learned that social media can just be honestly such a safe place and such a great place when you surround yourself around the great content that you like. Like I will right. like I will never hesitate to unfollow someone, especially a celebrity. Like they're not going to care if I follow them, unfollow them, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, it's harder to do, I guess, with friends and people closer in life because there's, just, there's such a taboo like thing around people and unfollowing people and this and that and I just never get offended if someone wants to genuinely 
genuinely unfollow me, even if they're a close friend. Like, if they don't want to just look at my feed, I don't mind. And I feel like that's such a thing where it's like, oh, you unfollowed me. Why did you unfollow me? You know, like, if I just don't want to look at your stuff, I just don't. And I think social media has become this, like, like token type oh if you're following me we're friends type thing and I just I dislike that so much like I just I follow for inspiration you know like that's literally what it says in the word it's following like you're following someone to look Mm -hmm. at their stuff and their content and if you know I have so many best friends that I just don't even follow on social media because I just don't feel the need like if I talk to you in real life and you're my best friend in real life I don't need social media to deem us best friends you know what I'm saying like social media is also just such a there's again there's just so much information coming from so many places and it's so important to just unfollow block and if you can't block and unfollow then go ahead and just mute that person like instagram has a great and wonderful feature right now (laughs) called muting where you can simply just mute the person you can mute their posts and stories and you don't have to see their stuff come up on your feed um yeah and like you said i you touched a bit about like fad diets and things like that and misinformation and that is so true like it can play such heavy roles in your life when you're just scrolling for hours on end and you just see these unattainable bodies that are 10 times like definitely photoshopped in some kind of way you know like that's just not attainable but i can only imagine as a 11 12 year old girl thinking wow like this is what i need to look like right now like you know and it's it's really sad. Like it really has just become sad. And I feel that over the past two years, I've really reformed my way of, you know, getting on social media, using social media. And I think that is something that so important that so many teens, not even just teens, like anyone who's on social media should do because it's, it's become a part of our lives. So we should treat it as a valuable part of our life, but like really filter it in the way that would best benefit us, you know? So yeah. Yeah. No. And yeah, it should, it should just be part of your life. It shouldn't Mm -hmm. be your entire life. Um, so I think as long as you have that boundary, then by all means use social media, um, you know, really get involved Mm -hmm. with various communities and really get, get inspired, but it shouldn't consume you. Yes. I, I feel like we all forget that social media just isn't real like if phones were to just quote unquote disappear one day like you have a life that you need to live like you have a house that you are walking physically in like you're not scrolling on social media like social media is literally a virtual world it's so weird because it feels so real because it is some people's complete lives like I work on social media but I really have to make it a priority to separate social media from my real life because they are two separate different things you know phones have just become such a like uh what's it called like a comforting like thing Mm -hmm. it's like a comforting friend that you have and people are afraid to socialize and talk to adults and like just talk to people nowadays it's so weird because when you're at a party or something the first thing that you do is pull out a phone if your friends aren't there you don't just go ahead and walk up to someone you know I've made it just such a goal to just not do that like if I'm somewhere hanging out with friends doing whatever like the one thing that I will do is put my phone away like I will literally get so mad if we're sitting at a dinner table like at someone's birthday dinner and everyone's on their phones it just makes no sense like how it's literally consumed absolutely everything you know yes yeah for sure and like just kind of not being in the present because you're so absorbed in what other people are doing you're with people and you're looking at what other people are doing on instagram right yeah it's it's crazy i don't know but 
Yeah, it sometimes makes me really sad because I know that I use social media in a pretty productive way, but I know too many people who just literally spend 12 hours a day like on social media right. and will just sit yes. there. And it can be so easy to do, though, that like there are some days where I do have the, those days where I just like start on social media and I'm like, I've realized that maybe I've taken a break or two, but I like genuinely haven't gotten off of my phone and haven't put it away. And it's just it's weird how it has that power over you. So, yeah, if you guys are listening right now, I really do challenge you to just take Take a step back with social media, analyze how you're using it, kind of see what your habits are and try and just make better habits with social media. There's nothing bad about it, but there are ways that can just honestly make it awful and very toxic and just the worst place to be. And you don't want that, especially when digital lives are very important in this day and age. But again, very important to consume mindfully. Okay, Jessica. So I want to go back into asking about the nonprofit. I'm just so fascinated at the fact that you just again, like just took the leap of faith and just did it. So how did you do that? How did it all kind of start? And yeah, just start from there. Yeah. So, I mean, I had the idea, you know, just randomly, I never really anticipated, you know, being a business owner, being a philanthropist. That's all so new to me. I went to school for biology. Um, I went to school to be a dentist. This is not what I intended on doing. Um, But this was just something that kept nagging at me and it was something that I could not I usually I have a lot of ideas all the time but this was an idea that I just couldn't shake it was something Mm -hmm. that kept pestering me no matter what I was doing um so I kind of explored I really just did dip my toe in it and kind of wanted to see if this was a good idea um so that's why I was on tumblr Mm -hmm. kind of being a creep yeah (laughs) um, and going on there and messaging fan accounts um but, you know, overnight, every every day I would refresh my Tumblr page and it was like mm-hmm. thousands more followers and messages and people sharing their stories. And I was like, well, Jessica, you did this to yourself. You There's no turning back now. There are all these people who are already counting on you mm-hmm. to make this happen. So you better make it work. Um, so I didn't have any, uh, again, like no business knowledge, you mm-hmm. know, didn't have the support of anyone really financially. I was just, you know, kind of Googling everything, going on YouTube, uh, listening to audiobooks and reading books. <laughs> I just wanted yeah. to learn how do I do this? How do I make this happen? Um, so it was a lot of trial and error. It was a lot of learning from other people who started businesses, um, getting advice from whoever I could, mm-hmm. sharing my story and seeing who would give me the time of day to listen. Um, and it was a slow process. You know, I started it like technically in 2014, mm-hmm. but I didn't become a, like, a, like a legal business until yeah. 2018. And I didn't get my nonprofit status until early 2020. So it was a very wow. slow process. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time I felt like giving up, you know, I felt like, you know, this is going nowhere. Nobody cares about this. Mm -hmm. Nobody sees what I see. Every time I felt like giving up, there was always, you know, a message that came in or there was Mm -hmm. always a sign somewhere that was, that was telling me, you know, don't give up yet. See what Mm -hmm. happens. Give it your all. Um, so I really did just kind of go all in at the beginning of this year. And I was like, you know what? Give it your all and see what happens. See if people start listening. See if people start caring about this story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now for the first time, people are actually seeing what I've seen all these years. It's like there's potential around this. You know, mm-hmm. we can make, you know, people's wishes come true and change people's lives through music. So why not, you know, 
jump on the bandwagon and join me Mm -hmm. during this quarantine time especially i feel like everyone's just stuck at home like needing some sense of connection some sense of community and an online community i've realized obviously is the one way to do it these days because we have technology so i mean yeah that's beautiful i i really do just love how again you just took that leap of faith and it's just so i feel like i mean how has this year been like with the pandemic like still keeping up with you know, the whole nonprofit. (laughs) Like, how has that been? How has that journey been? Yeah, it's definitely been a roller coaster. I'm not even going to lie. But um, at the beginning of this year is when I actually had the idea to kind of take super bands up a notch. I was like, if I'm going all in, I better make this, you know, go big or go home. So uh, my whole idea now that I just started rolling out is that I want to be able to bring music fans to have the VIP concert experience that they've dreamed about get them like the red carpet treatment at a concert, let them meet their favorite artists, give them that moment that they can hold on to um, forever, you know, give them that that amazing night because I know how much concerts meant to me where I felt Mm -hmm. like I belonged, you know, for one night. So I wanted to give that to as many people as I could. And I kind of laugh because it kind of is like Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, It's like making a wish come true, but making it happen for those who are struggling with being bullied Mm -hmm. with depression or mental health. So obviously with the pandemic starting, people are like, well, you have this idea, but there's no live events. So what are you going to do? But I actually took it to my advantage. Music executives are home. People who work at Live Nation (laughs) and Ticketmaster are home. So I'll, you know, ping that, I'll message them on LinkedIn and I'll say, hey, you don't know me. You've never Mm -hmm. heard of me and you've never heard of super bands, but give me 15 minutes of your time and I promise I'll make it worth your while. And you'd be surprised how many people, you know, they need the, they're like, okay, might as well. Like if this girl will stop bothering me, Mm -hmm. then (laughs) by all means, I will give her the the time. And you honestly, like I I am amazed at how many people have given me that time. How many people have stuck around, have Mm -hmm. said, you know, I'm willing to help you. What do you need from me? Um, So it's been amazing. It's been uh, obviously, you know, a lot of some people are still a little bit hesitant because the whole uh, like live events and concerts aren't happening right now. Mm -hmm. But we're also showing that artists can do these virtual experiences from home. So now we're like kind of expanding and we're saying, hey, we're not just going to help one or two fans a year. We'll be able to help multiple because these virtual experiences you can host, you know, a 50 person zoom chat and Mm -hmm. it would still mean the world to someone and it could change their life so there's so many new avenues and I feel like the world is going 100 miles a minute for me at Mm -hmm. with super bands but I'm thankful that people actually are starting to see what I see no oh my gosh I love that so much and you're so right like it this is the perfect time. It's so weird because it's a blessing and a curse for, you know, your business because, yeah, even though when one door closes, live events close, concerts close, we, again, have technology and it's the greatest yeah, exactly. thing. And it's, <laughs> you can literally have virtual concerts. That is so true. Um, That would mean the world to someone. I can just think of younger me and probably younger you just being like, wow, I wish, like, this experience existed. Like, I wish that could be a thing. And I've seen so many, like, kind of live concerts happening and things like that. Um, I was chatting to some of my subscribers and they were telling me, one one girl was like, oh, I'm currently on, like, a 
a live concert thing with Halsey right now and I'm just having the greatest time of my life and it's amazing and I was like oh my gosh I was and it made me literally think of this because I was like (laughs) that's so cool I was like yeah you really never know how much that just personal experience can mean to someone so I wanted to quickly ask you um with all of the whole starting a nonprofit thing what is your advice to someone who is probably looking to start a nonprofit but kind of has no idea how to go about it since you have all the experience I just kind of want to see like what (laughs) what you want to give what's your tidbits (laughs) honestly I was just gonna say if I can do it literally anyone else can do it um you know there are resources out there there's not just books but there's also like paid services that you could just you know Mm -hmm. have someone go through the process for you um there are you know podcasts now about audio books there's so many resources And I always thought to myself, you know, Jessica, you should have gone to school for business. Like, why didn't you do this? But honestly, like, I think you learn, like, life and trial and error is the best way to learn. No matter what industry, whether it's a nonprofit or Mm -hmm. anything else, your life is the biggest teacher. And if you fail, then just get back up. If you care about a mission and you're passionate about something, I say go for it. Yeah, agreed. Um, the internet again is a wonderful tool. Like Beautiful I feel like tool. there are so many things. Like I remember my mom like years ago. She was like, I remember we had to bike to the library. Like you guys can just Google and like this and that. And I'm like, you know what? You were so freaking right. I was like, you know, exactly. and like even if it's like yeah, starting a YouTube channel, starting your own business, like literally doing anything, you can do it. Like there are so many resources, and I think it's really easy to get complacent with just kind of receiving all the answers. But it really is about like doing all the work I know you talked about reaching out to LinkedIn people and LinkedIn is such a good resource like people mm-hmm. just undermine yeah. LinkedIn and they're like oh we should like just DM and I'm like no like and like <laughs> LinkedIn is such a professional source that you can just literally reach out to anybody and they're probably going to answer like they've got nothing better to do right now than to yes, just listen to take your advantage <laughs> yeah exactly so just like reach out with anything because I mean you never know you just never know but um I've really learned that if you never ask, the answer will always be no. So you might as well just ask because the worst thing that they can say is no. And that's it. Then you move on to the next person, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. That's how, that's my mentality too. I was really shy growing up and I never really spoke to people because I was like, oh, I'm scared what they're going to say. But at this point, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to reach out to like the CEO of like Disney World. I don't even right. care anymore. I'm right. going to figure this out. <laughs> for sure. Exactly. And again, I like keep saying it, but technology, like back then, like you would have to go through so many people to just like even reach the CEO of Disney right. or like whatever. Like letters. They're yeah, they are right there on Instagram. They are right there on LinkedIn, like waiting for you to contact them and you just kinda have to do it. And again, you have nothing to lose. I was listening to um one of my favorite podcasts is How I Built This and love right, that. Yeah. Love that podcast so much. Mm-hmm. And even like there's such a you just kinda see a pattern of so many people and the biggest pattern for me is that they just start reaching out to people because like whether that's for investors or even just to pitch an idea um I remember the one I think it was Birchbox like how they started Birchbox or something like that she was like all I did was literally reach out to the CEO of Benefit and they reached back (laughs) out to me and like she reached out to like the CEOs of all these companies and like they got back to her and that's kind of how she got her foot in the ground and it's just crazy because I don't know I feel like it's it's I guess it's the part about like writing the email and writing the pitch but at that point it's like just do it just send it you know Yeah, you never know until you give it a a shot. And Mm -hmm. for me, I always say it. I'm like, it doesn't matter how many no's I get because all it takes is one One, yes. One, yes, for sure. And it will change your life. It really can. Agreed, agreed. Where do you see Superbands in the next five years? 
Yeah, that's like a big question. That is and a big I think question. anyone who knows me is like, oh, like such a big dream. Like I always have had like huge aspirations. But mm-hmm. I think for super bands, I really do picture that first of all i'm hoping live events return because i am missing concerts myself (laughs) me too um and missing the you know like the social interaction but i really do hope that you know concerts do return and live events return and that we can start making wishes come true we can start getting people to have these vip experiences to meet their favorite artists to sit front row and have that amazing Mm -hmm. night to remember um and i want as many people as i can you know, at those shows, Mm -hmm. whether it's those live events or even we can do some virtual events on the side just so that we can continue impacting people's lives. And I'd love to do that. I honestly, in five years, I'd love to see uh, super bands in like different places in the country um, so that we can start facilitating these events, you know, Mm -hmm. especially in large cities with music hubs um, and really start partnering with artists. You know, we can have people come to every single show um, you know, a VIP guest at every single show within someone's tour. Um, and honestly, it would be great to just be a household name, just knowing sure. that there's a community out there that can support you because I know now more than ever, you know, the numbers of people who need it are growing mm-hmm. and just knowing that there's something out there, whether it's you want to check out resources on our page, you want to read stories of hope that people have submitted or read about people's experiences. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be able to support people in the ways that they need it most. And, you know, if you save one person's life, then I, I think I did my job. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. That's so cool. And yeah, this is, again, the perfect time to do it. You're so right. Like the numbers are climbing. Like I feel like people just need someone, whether if that is just a community online that mm-hmm. like every everyone's going through the same thing that is so wonderful and I definitely wish I had something like that back in middle school like for sure (laughs) so I can definitely agree so the last thing that I want to kind of ask you is what is your number one adulting tip for the listeners it can be absolutely anything just give your advice (laughs) yeah I mean for me it's like you don't have to have everything figured out I thought when I was you know, going into college, I was like, you need to know exactly what you're doing in college. You need to know your career path. You need to know what you're going to do and when you're going to get married and when you're going to have kids and buy a house. (laughs) And it's stressful. Like that's too much stress to put on someone. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I mean, I'm 28 now and I I still am figuring it out. I'm still trying to figure out where do I want to go? Where do I see myself? What do I love? You know, just don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone and give things a try. You'll at least mm-hmm. realize what you like or what you don't like, and you can build your dream life. Just as you and I were saying, you know, sure. the opportunities out there are endless. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, you know, you want to be a YouTuber, you want to be a model, you want to start a business, you want to open a food truck, like, you can <laughs> <Right>. do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just like, I see so many of the, like, YouTube, like, oh, like, I bought a van, sold my house, and now I'm traveling around yes, the country. I'm yeah, like, you know I'm like, what? maybe I want to do, do that, it. too. <laughs> gonna, yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it right right now, right now. <laughs> I agree. Um, in high school... It was always such a pressure to just kind of go to college, have everything figured out, like make sure that all your grades are like top tier so that you get into this school and this school and this school. And it's just, and yeah, it's so much pressure. And I feel like in your twenties, especially too, it's like, oh, oh, it might be too late to like get married. Like when you're like waiting this long or like, like when am I going to have kids? And like, it's kind of like this timeline that you like kind of 
feel pressured to have figured out so early on in the game. And you're right. You don't have to. So many people change college majors five to like 5,000 times, like in college. Right. And, yeah. You know, don't know what they're doing and it's okay. Like it really is okay. But I think that with exploring, I'd rather you explore and do many things to figure out what you want to do than to just sit there and be like, I don't know what I want to do. And then takes no action whatsoever, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. Yes. So just yeah. try everything. Like there's no reason to not try everything. And then you might find what you actually like stick with and what you actually like. And I like how you said how you knew that music was the one like continuing thing in your life that you knew that, Mm -hmm. you know, you had some passion in. And that's something that, again, people don't really know. So they're like, I don't have a passion. I'm not passionate about anything. I'm not talented at anything. There is there's something out there for you. You just got to discover it. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. And literally the opportunities are endless. Yes, agreed. But yeah, Jessica, thank you so much for coming on. This was great. I love just having you on, getting your expertise on nonprofits and just, you know, something, just starting something so beautiful for a community that really needs it. So yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course.